This is the JJO Morning Show Podcast with Johnny and Dee. Listen, rate, subscribe. So, um, do you guys do pairings at your house? I know you have, you're like wine of the month club people. Oh, man. The phone, so. I'll, I'll eat uh, anything with wine, uh, pretzels and uh, peanut butter and uh, anything with a, anything with wine. Okay. Any, anything, anything laying, uh, anything not tied down. All right, a new poll found the top food that men like to pair with wine is... Oh, Ooh. we should do trivia for this. Hold Ooh, on. chicken. Chicken Taco Bell. Chicken final answer? Uh, a guy. A guy and wine. I don't know, hamburger. Just trying to keep it simple. Macaroni and cheese. <laughs> See, I was trying to give us credit, and uh, I was over... Uh, Overthinking it. All right, what do you think the top food women like to pair with wine is? Uh, probably something... Pasta. Something sexy. Final answer? Something noodly as well, but fancier. Fancy nudes? Uh, salad. Mmm. Chicken wings. Oh. Right? That's a, that's a solid Wisco answer. Dude, right? I love that. Uh, the poll also found 80% of us don't follow the classic wine etiquette rules. It's because we're drinking it out of a box, dude. <laughs> 44% hold the glass by the bowl instead of the stem. 43% sometimes add ice to their wine. I do that sometimes. 30, yeah. 32% never swirl or sniff it. Yeah, you're not going to find a lot of lamb and Bordeaux at our house. You're going to Wine of the Month Club. We get some off-label stuff, but oh. we power through it. 25% are chuggers, not simpers. How do you chug wine? Yeah, I can't you chug sip wine. sip it, dude. Yeah. 10% of Americans admit they usually drink their wine out of a coffee mug. Oh, that's weird. During breakfast hours or just... Oh, uh, that's weird. Yeah. Like, are you trying to make it look like you're drinking coffee? <laughs> but you're drinking wine? Hi, neighbor. You walk out to the mailbox right. hammered with your cup of right. wine. Right, is that what's happening? Mug of wine. Freaking morning drinking wine. What we got going today, neighbor? Eight o'clock in the morning. We're going to get some housework done. Well, anyway, they refill this coffee. It's just coffee. And you fall down, freeze to death in the snow. Sure, that's great. <laughs> you are fooling no one. Or are they just drinking it out of a coffee mug because they don't have a wine glass? Uh, I feel like they're drinking it out of a mug so they blend. Ah. Uh, uh, I don't know. Are you so desperate to just drink you just whatever's handy, or or, you, or you're saving the fine wine for a special occasion? You don't want, you don't have to put it in the dishwasher, right? That's something like that. Well, like I'll see people going for walks with their family and stuff, and mm-hmm. they'll have their Yeti mugs, and I'm always like, I bet you there's booze in there. <laughs> they ain't drinking hot chocolate. I can tell you that much. What up? Uh, yeah, we usually do, uh, I just bought a blueberry wine over in Cedar. Oh, I've had one of those before. I love that fruity, fruity blend, you know, like a blend, big fruity stuff. That's a little more interesting to me than just a- Big fruity, that was your nickname in middle school, wasn't it? Boring old cab. What would you say? Big fruity. Watch it. Watch it. What am I watching it do? Uh, win track medals. Oh. I might have been fruity, but I, I didn't lose. That's right. So take it back. I take it back. It's fine. Um, no, if I make a throw a steak on the grill, I'll break out some wine. Well, yeah. Yeah, whatever. I haven't had Mac wine. and cheese. But mac and cheese. You're like, oh, yeah, I got the 89 <laughs> cent 
on special box mac and cheese. It is funny if we open a bottle and it's in the fridge. Uh, yeah, that's when I see it's like, man, we need to finish that. And, you know, I'm sitting there eating cereal. Sure, break, let's let's finish it. This cab goes with my Captain Crunch fantastically. <laughs> I had Cheerios yesterday for the first time in years. How was that? With a banana? Amazing. Best ever. It's so good. Yeah, good for you. Love it. Living your best life. When I say one bowl, I had three bowls. Did you put milk in there or wine? Almond milk. <laughs> Show me the nipples on an almond, dude. That's all I'm saying. You know how much water it took to make that bowl of cereal happen? Oh, my God, like 40 billion gallons. Lake Mead went down two yeah, inches. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so they could grow an almond. And, but at and least you enjoyed it, you know? <laughs> all right. Uh, that's JJO News. Figure it out, asshole. Good morning. He's a big fruity. You shut up. Oh, neater, neater. Hey. Did they call you Big Fruity because you would hit your fruities on the on the high jump bar? Yes. Uh, no, I didn't jump. Or, or running no. hurdles? No, I didn't Fosbury flop. I did the traditional. Uh, no, it is the Fosbury. What was the? You know, they used to go over the high jump bar with the with uh over with their stomach over the bar. That used to be the the, okay. the old way. You yeah. cur- curl up, just reverse of what the Fosbury right. fl- flop was. Try that once. That's a pass, dude. Ooh. Did you ever high jump? No. No, 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 no. You ever try it? Well, I mean, we had to for gym class or whatever. You ever try it? Yeah. When I was in high school, me, Terry, and Rocky, we we as a uh we were juniors, but then Rocky was a senior. Fruity and little fruity. Uh my buddy Terry won the Ohio State uh high jump championship at six ten, I think he did. Uh there were three of us when we were junior we were juniors and he was a senior. That were all over six six, jumping six six. Damn. And uh that was a rarity. Even our coach Mitchell, he's like, Holy, wow. holy high jump hell. What do we have here? Freaks of nature. Yeah, it was pretty well, we were yeah, it was weird. You just you generally don't have that many people that can jump that can go that high. It was just a weird pretty neat, dude. Neat thing. But yeah. Terry went on to uh an anomaly. Dominate with his good DNA. We thought uploading to the cloud oh. was something completely different. The JJO Morning Show Podcast. Johnny and D. JJO. Now, you and I, over the years, have uh, often wondered why a shopping cart ends up abandoned. Or out in the middle of nowhere. Right. A little strange, isn't it? It is a little strange. Well, I have a, uh, in a very creepy reason some of those shopping carts may be out there. I don't know if you've been following this. I started following this last week. I have. The shopping cart serial killer. Yep. <laughs> Every time you see a shopping cart, you're like, oh, no, dead body. Body of fifth victim. Linked to alleged shopping cart serial yeah. killer, which is, uh, I don't know if that's the most awesome or worst name ever to be uh, called as a labeled as a serial he killer. He probably didn't want to be called that, but right. A man police have dubbed the shopping cart killer linked to the body of a fifth victim in Washington, D.C. Anthony Robinson, 35, has already been charged with killing two women. Now, uh, investigators believe Robinson met his victims on dating websites and lured them into motels where he kills them and transports their bodies, shopping carts. 
Because who's going to question the shopping cart? People pushing them around all over the place off property. Now, what do we say when we see know. a shopping cart? We we go, uh, <clears throat> say I see a shopping cart on uh, Watts Road somewhere. Yeah. The bottom of Watts Road down there. Uh, now, if a cop, a cop is busy enough, a cop is not in the business of shopping cart retrieval. No, bubbles. There's that. not a bounty on a shopping cart. Right. He doesn't care. It's like take a shopping cart, leave a shopping cart. Yeah. <laughs> And so we see them all over, and we're like, why doesn't more people, like you think an employee of Woodman's would see a shopping cart and go, I'm just going to throw that in the back of the truck. No, they just drive by. Yeah, it's not their job. Right. Yeah. There, it, it is no one's job. Yeah, nobody's got that responsibility. That's what we came to the conclusion yeah. a long time ago, you and I, mm-hmm. that the shopping cart is the perfect getaway vehicle, almost. Right. There is, uh, they are uh, untracked, untrackable. And people are like, Psh. And if you have like a dead body in it, people are just going to think you're homeless and that's all your stuff. Right. Yeah. So, for real. Police received a critical tip this week that might connect Robinson to another case, in which a woman's body was found in a shopping cart. The deceased woman in a shopping cart covered uh, only with a blanket. Um, Robinson charged in November with death of. Uh, a 54-year-old and a 39-year-old found their body short distance from each other. Police also said uh, video surveillance, cell phone records, Kennedy Robinson and Redmond and Smith, the two women, led to his arrest. Um, yeah, they're going to be able to track that pretty easy. That they were meeting somebody on a dating app. They'll figure that out really quick. Duh, don't you watch Dateline? Uh, the bodies found in containers near shopping carts close to the Moon Inn Motel. Sounds... Five star ish. Ooh, we got a couple of those in the belt line. Yeah. Yeah. If you see a shopping cart over by the, you know what? <sighs> just, just run. <laughs> keep driving. Cancel your reservation. Find another hotel. I won't say the name of the hotels. I can't believe we all know. I can't believe they're still there. I can't either. I don't say them because I, I don't want to. I don't want to get sued, so I'd never say the name of them. But let's just say there's two. That uh, that everybody knows. You never want to be around after dusk, okay? Okay. I'm scared during the day. See, when I saw that story, I thought, oh, he's killing them with the shopping cart. Like, how does he do that? Does he push them around until they they're they're bored, bored to and, death? Yeah. And... Well, if he was trying to kill them by boring them to death, he'd just play this show. Chintin. So it, it is so common to see a shopping cart. You, you you just brush it off. Well, yeah. You never know where they're going to turn up. Right. We tried to think up ways where you could... Uh, return them. Ret- there'd be like a, a reward program. Yeah. We tried to come up with something, and nobody was interested. Remember I said, if, if anybody's got any ideas, I don't think we took one call. It was the worst topic you and I ever did. Oh, well, there's I tried to a solve, lot in the running. I tried to solve Madison's shopping cart problem. Not one person called. No. Uh, it's weird. It's a problem literally nobody cares about. That's what we said at the end of the so strange. end of the thing. Not a priority at all, at all. Nobody cares and if you like, take a shopping cart. So like, help yourself mm-hmm. because if it helps you, help yourself. 
So there's like a straight one down the road. Then so does somebody else take it after the people leave it there? Don't know. And then where do they take it to? Do they take it back to the store and fill it up with stuff? I don't know. I don't know. It's a mystery. If I ever uh, go hiking, you know what they got to do? At uh, I'm going to talk to Nate down at Tyrol Basin. You know what they got to do? They got to do the uh, old abandoned shopping cart attraction. Tell me more. Well, I haven't uh, got all the details worked out yet. I'm, just, I'm on the fly right now. I call it on the fly with Johnny. Is it just going to be them... In a row? Well, you got to be a guy chained to a shopping cart, maybe, or groaning, or uh, trying to hit stock or something. I I don't know. You're in it. You're in the shopping cart. You're an actress. This is for the haunted house thing, not for just general Tyrell Basin. Oh, no. This is regular skiing business hours. Yeah, right out in the middle of the hill. Okay. All right. Perfect. (laughs) Uh, Okay. Anyway, I'm trying to make light of a situation. (sighs) It is uh, it is interesting. Uh, the the shopping cart conundrum. It's a thing that that uh, no one wants to be a part of. Well, then it's, it's like, too much work. You'll pass one one day, and then it's there, and then the next day, it's gone. I just want to know. See now, Phil Woodman. Now Phil's a stickler for the details. Yeah, you think Phil would pull his hair out if he saw a Woodman shopping cart driving down the road? Phil would be the one to strap it on the hood like a deer and take it back to the to the home office. Yeah, I wish we knew the mystery of the shopping carts. We'll never know. Good morning. Hey, uh, about the shopping carts. Maybe grocery stores should just adopt the Aldi method. That way, you're guaranteed they're going to put them back. Yeah, no shopping carts. No, a quarter. You have to put a quarter in to get oh, your shopping cart. I didn't even remember. Oh, I haven't been to Aldi in so long. I thought it was all bagged at Aldi. You, it's it's coin operated. No, you. Yeah, you. You just put a quarter into the slot where the little key is at for the cart, and uh-huh. then it comes out of the. The thing. Yeah, it unlocks the cart, and yeah. then when you put the cart back, the quarter comes back out. Yeah. Look at him. He never shops at Aldi. Well, I've never I don't need to shop at I, Aldi. I have never used a shopping cart at Aldi. I don't know why, because usually it's um, on the whatever way home. I'm just grabbing something. That or you don't have a quarter. <laughs> Probably accurate. All right, thanks. All right. Yep. Good morning. Probably accurate. Yes. yes. So apparently I've never uh, tried this, but the fancy ones up in Hilldale at the Target there, apparently those will... If you leave the property, the wheels lock up or something. No. They signs that say that. No. So then it's just like a, a box. It's not yeah. even a cart anymore. Yeah, but you can't <sighs> you can't take them past the property, you know, some point on the property, and they lock up. Apparently. They should self-destruct instead. You take them out the property and kablooey. Yeah, they give you a little warning like uh, James Bond. Yeah, totally. Five more steps, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. All right, thanks. So this person says, uh, Eric says that Woodman's used to offer 50 bucks each for oh, return cards. Are you kidding me? Dude. Well, a shopping you know cart. how much money try- we could have made I, by now? I was trying to think of how much a shopping cart much, must cost. Well, they're two, expensive because we looked them up before. Yeah, like 500 bucks. 
Unless you buy 2,000 of them, maybe they give you 100 bucks off on each one. So, like, the most basic of all the shopping carts that you can think of, right, is running you about 150 Bare bones. Bare bones. Right. Who knew? 50 bucks a piece. Boy. Now, you could really run a scam. Where you take the carts out of the store and then you return them and just make a whole bunch of money. We'll have to check and see if the uh, bounty is still out on shopping carts. Yeah, we got to figure that out for sure. Because that would motivate me to throw one in the back of the RAV. You're damn right. I mean, that's easy for me. Replay today, the JJO Morning Show Podcast. Get up with Johnny and D. JJO. Have some more chicken. <laughs> the damn ball. Not a Pizza Hut commercial. No. Oh. <laughs> so this is weird. Um, another product that they throw out there on the market and then they're like, nope, you don't get to buy it. We're just giving it away. Lay's has been secretly growing, secretly, potatoes and dirt taken from NFL stadiums. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. And they made a limited edition line of chips with them, but you got to win them. They're called Lay's Golden Grounds Chips. The tagline is grown in glory. All right. Football. Catch the fever. Mm -hmm. Clever. They did it for 29 of the 32 teams. Browns, Bengals, and Broncos fans, you are SOL. I was going to say which one got the biggest. Yeah. For teams that play on turf, they use dirt from somewhere else in the stadium. Then they mix it with more dirt and grew the taters in it. To win a bag, you got to go to lays.com slash golden ground. You know, in Chicago, uh, they they water the potatoes with the tears of uh, asshole bear fans that can't uh, that are trying to steal our whole oh my God. coaching staff to be their next GM and coach. Yeah. <laughs> so you go to lays.com slash golden grounds and click Ouch. on your favorite team's bag automatically tags them in a tweet. Then you're supposed to post a photo or video showing that you are a diehard fan. Yeah. They're doing five different giveaways between now and January 21st, giving out 200 bags per team. I hate that they do these things and then we can't buy them. You know what I mean? Like, and then like the Arby's, the Arby's vodka, the Lay's vodka sells out so quick. Um, I hate to uh, break your heart, but it probably still tastes like a potato chip. You think so? Yeah, don't you think so? Doesn't taste like glory. Uh, what do you think those potatoes uh, tasted like that uh, Mark Watney grew uh, in the Martian with uh, with uh, Rodriguez's poop? Wahlberg. How do you think that one? Um, I think they probably tasted pretty okay. Mark Watney was his name in the movie. Oh. The the Martian. How do you remember that? That's so bizarre. I know, but I can't do uh, algebra. It's really strange. My goal is to teach you algebra by the end of the year. I don't know math, but I could beat up some Amazon guys if they broke into my house. Yeah. Well, know your skill set, dude. By luck, I'd put on my gi, and I'd only put on my yellow belt. They'd break in. They have black belts on.
Mm. It would be very intimidating. Wearing only the belt. <laughs> well, that might drive him away. Am I doing this right? <laughs> you want some of my this? Yeah. Mm, what smells? So uh, they gave the chips away. They're giving them away. That's pretty genius. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Um, so... You did the story about the Key West buoy. We should grow some gonna... wheat, some Green Bay weed, some Green Bay. Uh... I don't know anybody that could give me soil from Lambeau Field. Yeah, that would be tough. Wonder what they do if uh, they security saw you bogarting some. <laughs> some I'm dirt. not going to find out. Isn't there dirt, or is it all? I don't. Real grass, There's right gotta... up to the right up to the seats. It's got to be dirt somewhere. I don't. I don't know. It's it's usually covered from the field over, so not, unlike baseball, I don't know. I don't know either, and we're it's not we're not allowed to grow weed here, so that would be illegal. Would never do that. Man, you made it funny. You're funny. So you had the story about the burned buoy down in Key West. Oh yeah, the uh, yeah they tried to light it on fire. It's the southernmost point in the U.S. Yeah, you see everybody that goes down there and takes the freaking fracking picture. Yeah, well, it. you got the nice sunset behind you there. It's beautiful there. So a bartender with a good memory and his boss with a curious mind figured out who the heck lit the dang thing on fire. So Cameron Briotti tends bar at Irish Kevin's on Key West's most most famous street. So he awoke New Year's Day to the same terrible news we all did. The giant buoy landmark had been scarred by fire. Two people sat. They had a Christmas tree they started up on fire. Yeah, they had the picture of them on a security camera. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then they, you know, the dude's doing, you know, putting the horns over. Dude, what's up? Some fire, dude. <laughs> Jack. Oh, boy. The vandalism struck a nerve on the island. People wanted to see the suspects identified, arrested, drawn, and quartered. Uh, The Coconut Telegraph, which is the nickname for the island's gossip chain, was on high alert. So how did a bartender turn into a detective? Briotti recognized one face from a southernmost point webcam video circulating online. He said he'd served the man on New Year's Eve. The police later identified as a suspect. Skylar Jacobson, 21, we knew they were young, of Henrietta, Texas. The customer ordered three drinks uh, three times and never tipped. (laughs) What an asshole move, dude. Tip your damn bartender or he's going to turn you in for all the crimes you're committing. Moral of the story here, right? So, uh, yeah, he worked, I think, at Irish Kevin's. Yeah, that's... Yeah, and and, uh, yeah, I could see them standing out. I knew immediately that I had served him and that he had used a card so his name would be on the slip. There you go. <laughs> yeah. So he went to work. They have a ton of cameras at the bar, so they went through footage, whatever. Took five minutes to breeze through the credit cards once they have like a time stamp on there. Um, and that was that, dude. That's how they found him. Unbelievable. All good things. All great mm-hmm. nights started Irish Kevin. Then you're going to end up in jail, bro. <laughs> hmm so they each face a felony charge of criminal mischief with more than a thousand dollars in damage. Yeah, they were broskies with their baseball caps on backwards. Mm-hmm. I remember the the image I saw. Then they found him on Facebook and on Instagram, of course, because they have to post about everything. And... Um, that the uh, buoy actually isn't the most southern point at Key West. It's not? No, but the the one that, that, that where there are less people, because there's usually a line about five blocks long that pose in front of that buoy, but uh, is the state park, actually, is the is the, the most southern, southern, southern points of the air base. 
the one you and I can go to is the there's a park uh, out there, and I don't remember the name of okay. it, Zachary or something. That's where uh, truly regular people can go to the southernmost point. Now, don't go out there and burn the park down. That that's not good either. Solid advice. Stupid idiots. I know. That's why we can't have nice things, I suppose. You can learn a lot listening to podcasts. And only three countries in the world don't use the metric system. Or you can listen to this one. I can't remember where I went Friday. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. What did I do on Friday? I got to check my calendar. (laughs) If anybody saw me Friday, call. The JJO Morning Show Podcast. I literally have no idea where I was Friday. Johnny and D, nowhere but JJO. So a bunch of thieves dressed up as Amazon workers did uh, an in-home invasion in Connecticut. Ballsy. Pretty scary, dude. Yeah, it is. Amazon delivery turned out to be a home invasion in Milford when a pair of men wearing vests with that Amazon Smile logo appeared to force their way into a townhome, gagging the man who answered the door. News 12 Connecticut, Suzanne Goldklang joins us from Naugatuck Avenue with this story. Suzanne. What's up, Suzanne? Good evening, Eric. Neighbors found this really alarming. Some of them were working from home and heard the commotion. Others saw the dramatic video captured by a security camera. It's kind of scary because they're our neighbors. Like they're sitting just two apartments away from us. And that's that's a problem. Alarm at a typically quiet row of townhomes after what appeared to be a routine delivery turned out to be something else entirely. There's a black car. Uh, they, they came in front of his house. Two people got out of the car with Amazon jackets. They walked to his house and they knocked the door. They said, oh, Amazon, they had a package, they had an Amazon package. A struggle ensues. You can hear the victim yelping Dude. and the parcel hits the ground. They just grabbed his ends and put something in his mouth. The guy was yelling. He was, uh, he, uh, he, was, he was yelling, oh, help me. A few minutes later, the men calmly walk to a black sedan and drive away. The victim tries to run after it, rips tape off his face, and shouts for help. If somebody yes. came to your door and said it's Amazon, what would you do? You know, a couple Who knows? I mean, we, we, we're probably not going to open the door. <laughs> the man didn't peeling the duct tape off 12. his face. Neighbors say they'll feel better when they learn an explanation. Who knows? We, like, we have to hear from the police. See, I know it's an Amazon guy because he drop kicks my package up to the front door. <laughs> Just kidding. It's comedy. Ooh. You're going to have a rough few Amazon deliveries, dude. <laughs> Do not mess with your delivery person. Hey, uh, what was I going to say? Amazon has never knocked on the door for me. Ever, ever, ever. Well, they ring. Is it who rings the doorbell and then leaves? The pizza guy, I guess. The Pizza Hut. Rings the doorbell and then. Oh, yeah. Just so you, it's a little, hey, pizza's getting cold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So pizza's on stoop. It's a nice catch. So that would be a red flag, wouldn't uh, it, if Amazon knocked on the door? Did they add sound effects to that clip no. or was that the that real? That was it. Oh, wow. Yeah. How did they get the audio from that? The security camera. Oh. Oh. Yeah. They had duct tape all the way around his head. Like, so I don't, this feels like a targeted thing. Like well, they I, went after him for money or something. I over duct tape that everything. They knew him. I always think, like, if two feet of duct tape's good, four feet's better. Sure, why not, dude? Why not? Whoa. Uh-uh, yeah, it's 
kind of spooky when you watch the the security camera. Like next it happens ti- so fast. Next time an Amazon guy comes to my door, I'm just going to shoot through the door and just in case, just to not take any chances. Yeah, you're so good at safety. <laughs> you know, it's your badge number, dude. Oh, that's scary. Yeah. Well, what are you going to do? I mean, well, just don't answer the door, I guess. Yeah. Uh, I don't really answer the door for anybody. I mean, unless you ordered a refrigerator and you look through your pee hole, I mean peephole, and you see the giant box that may or may not contain a refrigerator, (laughs) I'd say, uh, yeah. Does it take six guys to deliver uh, uh, a toothbrush? Well, that was the other thing, too. Like, you never see Amazon drivers in pairs. Right. I never have. No. Ever in my life. So careful whoa there's your sign i'd be worried that there's copycats that are gonna be like do this you know and uh what did they get i'm sorry what they got we don't know what they got don't have details on that but they're still what do you think they'd steal at your house oh i don't know probably uh what's the most valuable thing i have i have artwork but nobody cares about it but me. See, I wish an Amazon guy would have broken our house with for Christmas. I would have said, hey, would you mind Robin taking four of these Christmas trees? Yeah, right. That'd be great. I have a room to move around. The JJO Morning Show Podcast with Johnny and D. Listen, rate, subscribe. Catch a new show every Monday through Friday, 6 till 10 a.m. on 941 JJO or streaming anywhere in the JJO app. Johnny and D. Nowhere but J.J.O.